This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. advice hour on the internet i'm george basil who are you i'm mary <laughs> tyler moore <laughs> holy shit awesome and you i'm also mary tyler moore holy shit two it's mary two. tyler moores and one george basil in the house that's an orgy or uh that song i think it was a song would you it's say that pretty. was a song yeah i love that was written by a Luxembourger named Luca, whose song we've used before, Ooh. not this specific song, who's made another song for us. And his email said, by the way, you were pronouncing my name and my buddy's name, Manu, completely wrong. How are you pronouncing it? I think Luca and Manu, so I'm probably doing it again. Mm. He didn't clarify how to do it. Manu? Did Manu? Manu? Maybe it's Luca Manu? and Manu. <laughs> Manu. Yeah. Uh, Manu's a good guess. Yeah. Uh, interesting facts about Luxembourg. We have. Uh, That's fine. We're good. Okay. You're saying Luxembourg wrong, too. Borg? It's Berg. I'm, Luxembourg. Yeah. Uh, I'm pronouncing it B O U R G. Luxembourg? Yeah. Luxembourg. Uh, we have a duke and our own language. Ah, uh, Luxembourgese. Sorry, that's not that interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't think interesting they have fact, a interesting. I, w- I mean that they have a duke. Yeah, but fuck dukes, fuck <laughs> dukes, dude. I yeah. like, I like that song a lot. Really, that's mm-hmm. why I, I sort of chose it because it had your vibe, your yeah. aura. That, like, I was playing out of your car when you rolled up. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is your first episode since. Gosh. Who knows? Who knows when you were with us Man, before? That's like two thousand and fine. That. <laughs> <laughs> it was during when we lived at that house we recorded outdoors. Oh, when I had the cabin. Yeah, yeah, the cabin house. That was the cabin house. Your sister was inside washing dishes, <laughs> and I could just like I was just watching her wash dishes the whole time. Just, you will I, never forget that. I will never in my life forget that. <laughs> Last thing you see when you die. I know. How um, comfortable does it make you, Jake, when I talk about when you think sister. of my sister washing dishes? Mm, she, I, uh, <laughs> I would not, not not uncomfortable at all. I would. <laughs> kill for you to be my brother-in-law oh my god Absolutely if we were bros kill. yeah are you kidding me yeah that even would... in law 
It's just that still counts just yeah. by law. I would love to come to family functions. Oh man, that'd be great. Yeah, we would we would have so much fun. Yeah, maybe I'll just start. Totally. <laughs> start what? Just start. <laughs> start what? I'll go. I'll just maybe I'll go. I start. Yeah, soon. You like, start. what's your next family thing? Uh, Rosh Hashanah at my Aunt Amy's house. Russian Shana? Russian Shana. <laughs> You're in, Russian dude. Russian Shana. Hot baths. Just me and my aunt. Oh, so this <laughs> is just what, you, just what you wish my family functions were. <laughs> Russian Shana. You mean the girl I saw washing dishes? We're all going to a Russian Shana? <laughs> all right, never mind. You're not invited, George. But we will see you at the Yom Kippur Breakfast. Yeah, I will come. Uh, that's going to take place also at a Russian Shana. <laughs> I found it March 8th, 2015. Wow, what's today? March 8th, 2000? <laughs> no, <gasps> time doesn't work that way. Okay. You don't just get to guess. Wow. Uh, today, while recording, is September 21st. I want to say it comes out Monday, September 26th, 2016. So about a year and a half. Jeez, a year and a half's not a long time. I don't feel any more dead. But you're, you're much more successful, I would say, in the last 18 months. Oh, you're on, yeah. You're on TVs and stuff. Yeah, now. 18 months ago, we were embarrassed to even be seen with you. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like an honor that you're here. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Yeah. Well, that'll change back. Oh, when you I lose so. the jobs? Yeah. <laughs> or even just like the jobs stay intact. Did my... you have any of these TV gigs in 20... March 8th? Like... Yeah. I think I think all I'd done is shot the pilot for Wrecked at that point, but it hadn't been picked up. So Wrecked got picked up. Now it's a TV show. Yeah. There's going to be two seasons. It's going into the second season. Okay, yeah. uh, Flaked, which is a show on Netflix that you're on with Will Arnett. That is going. That starts October third, second yeah. season. Crashing a a pilot you shot for HBO got picked up to a full season with we'll Pete shot Holmes. That. Shot yeah. that first season. <laughs> that second season is like so. You're hopeful. that's already three for three on pilots to series, yeah. which is a, it's kind you're of like a, long a good shot. luck shot. Yeah, it's like the basal bump. It's the basal bump. And then didn't she? You were just also in Vancouver shooting something else. Vancouver for a CW show that my buddies wrote um, called No Tomorrow, which is awesome. Yeah, cast and everybody in Vancouver was cool as shit. Um, (laughs) When you walk into an audition room now, you're just like, "Come on, let's get let's get over it." Oh yes, (laughs) basal's offer only. You think he auditions? Oh, oh, they don't offer me shit either. Oh hell yeah! I think it's actually kind of. I mean, I'm I'm so busy. I guess that TV's kind of out. I can't do anything else. You're you're locked up. Luckily, the way that all those shows that you mentioned lined up, yeah, just by sheer chance, like they all worked in a calendar year. It, like seasonally right like this is other. done and then yeah. for whatever reason now wrecked is shooting and right. you're in travels yeah. like because pete holmes show you shot in new, in new york, york yeah. right like that's so you're like getting to shoot a show in new york one in puerto rico one in vancouver and then one, one in venice here. beach yeah like that it's ridiculous it's incredible it is it really is i don't know what to do and to think it should be me <laughs> oh what <laughs> that's not it's it's mean it and it's not true. It's small minded <laughs> and incorrect. It could be. It would be better if it were me as you, oh, as shit. your characters, for it to be I instead of George. You do, do you think that makes the shows better? Or do you think that makes your life and me better? better. <laughs> All right, shows worse, me better. Who cares? What's George the better. <laughs> George Brent. George dead. George Brent. <laughs> if George was just dead, I would get all of his roles. I'm the number are doing two. Great too. Look at this, man. This office is amazing. Yeah, we have an office. It's super 
Profesh and Lagzash. Yeah, we couldn't book any fucking parts, so we decided to just make an office. (laughs) Now we're we're fucking nine to five losers. We build our own shit. We're not artists anymore, dude. We're fucking business owners. We have computers everywhere. Look at this. There's there's like three computers in here alone. Uh, You guys can hold auditions here. Thanks, man. And we should. And we will. We should for parts that don't exist so we can reject (laughs) everyone. Just like everyone rejected us. Some sort of weird, very low stakes revenge movie. So we could tell everyone in the room Hard they pass. didn't get it. Hard no, pass. sweetheart. I don't think so, sir. Try again. Better. You're, you're all wrong for this. Why'd you call me in? I don't know. Uh, but this is not a this is not a web series. This is an advice podcast. It's actually the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir, and that's Jake, and we're with George today. Hello. I thought uh, it was, yeah, Mary Tyler Moore, but no. Right. Yeah. You've done you've done the program before. You get the rules. People will email us. Uh, they're in sticky situations. They're seeking our advice. They think me and Jake are wise. Wait till they get some of the basil wisdom. Ooh. Holy shit! These people are lucky because we're dispensing. I would say another hundred percent free free wisdom um, from the wisest person Come I know. Oh, that's very nice. Hopefully, Eat from the cutters. Um, this is <laughs> this first email comes from a lady, a lady named. George, you want to name her? Because we can't use her real name. Yeah, Martilda. What's that? Martilda. Oh, that actually is her real name. Shit. Yeah, Martilda. I, Shit. <laughs> I just spilled yeah. Shit out of myself. <laughs> uh, does Martilda have a last name? Yeah, Swint. That's amazing. <laughs> Martilla Swint. <laughs> I already pronounced it incorrectly. Uh, hey, guys. I'm having some troubles relationship-wise and thought you guys could help. Whenever I'm able to find a boyfriend, everything goes really well for about a month or so, but then I get bored. I get bored of current relationships way too easily as my focus quickly shifts to other things and other people. This usually hurts my current boyfriend's feelings and puts an end to the relationship. They think I don't like them anymore, which usually isn't true. I just have a hard time keeping up a relationship once the new and exciting factor wears off, and I find something else that's new and exciting. I want to believe that I can find someone that I can have a long-term relationship with. But it's gotten to the point where I'm not wanting to date anyone anymore because I feel like our chemistry will inevitably fizzle out. Any advice for keeping a relationship going once you hit that point of getting bored? Thanks. Love the show. Love Martilda Swind. Martilda. Grazie, Martilda. Tilda Swinton's (laughs) Hispanic cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Hispanic nephew. Uh, Okay. George, how how long does it take you to get bored usually? Yeah, right away. Oh, instantly, first yeah, day. Pretty much. It's like, what's your name? Yeah, mine too. Adios. Not really. You're no. not even intrigued that, that you met a girl named George? <laughs> oh, never, he says that regardless. Enough. It takes like, I think I have about a year threshold. I can do it a long time. I fall pretty deep and then it goes pretty long and hard. And Oh, you're in it. Yeah. And you get more into it. I get really into it. Second but, date, third date, more into it, more yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. One month, tenderness. two months. See, that's I've, I've, I've had that same, <laughs> that same problem, too, because, like, girls, uh, in my experience, have, like, understood the, like, the real quick, fa- like, phasing out, like, oh, yeah, we went on three dates and he wasn't interested. Like, right. that's, people are conditioned. Like, that's yeah. normal. That, I think what's so. not, what's not normal is, like, two years of head over heels, like... <laughs> I want to share it, the world with you. Mm-hmm. Be with me. Be with me. We are one. And then after two years, you're just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> like, wait Whoops. a second. Why don't you get bored earlier? You, you would have saved us time. Yeah. You dove headlong into this 
swam out into the middle of the ocean and immediately <laughs> hopped Sunk on a speedboat and, and, and went away. Yeah, you should have just broken up to me when I was close enough to shore to swim back. Yeah, no. Yeah. Why, I, do you get bored after a, a long time or quicker than that? Um, I guess both. Uh, whenever I've been bored in every long-term relationship I've ever been and I've gotten bored. Um, and then there were stretches when I was single and I would start to anticipate the boredom before it would even actually happen Whoa. so I, that's like what you were saying before i would like go out with somebody and like even if i was attracted to them in that same like dinner i would well never dinner drinks those same drinks <laughs> i would like not even a lunch i'd go through everything in my head be like uh our <laughs> our falling in love our courtship our our wedding our marriage our children and then our inevitable divorce yeah so by the end i'm like all right this was fun i Let's never have to divorce. see you again yeah. i'm divorced from you <laughs> let me nip it in the bud right now I think Louis C.K. has a joke where it's like, why get married where the best possible outcome is seeing your best friend die? Like, yeah. either you die or you see your best friend die. Like, yeah. why not just not do that at all? Yeah. Then you get to, then you live a whole entire life without a best friend. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what she's starting to feel like. She's What's like, your threshold? Uh, I, I'm, as I get older, I get quicker to cut off. Yeah. I'm like, that girl's great. We should probably break up. We're like, I'm not going to see her. I'm not going to marry her. And like, what? You've only been out with her twice. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not. What am I going to like have kids with this person? Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. I'm not even enjoying the moment because I'm like, uh, if it's not going to happen, I would have. I would have decided to marry her. By what now. do you think that is? Is it like it's a psychological partnership? Like, well, in my mind? in my mind, it's like the ladies that I find myself instantly attracted to are also not the ones that I like. Uh, get like romanticized building a life together with right so like those are two different ladies entirely mm -hmm. so do you do you spend any time trying to pursue ladies you want to build a life with or do you think that's like just not in the cards for you i think i'm so picky in particular that it's hard for me to find that like magical one in a million person that like in so the meantime like, i'm like oh i'm attracted to this person i might as well yeah. go on a date with her all right I'm you, attracted let the, to her. you let the distractions come in yeah let the distractions come in and then see if maybe it leads to something i don't know there's a lot of people are like you know right away when i knew when i found her i knew and it was instant and i got it and then some people are like yeah you know it's fine for a little bit and then we like built up to the partnership of like the idea of living together and moving in and starting a family like, you don't have to be sexually charged and new and exciting and chemistry for the rest of your life. At a certain point, that person has to turn into, like, okay, now we're partners in life, make a family, and, like, we both rule over this mini kingdom together. Right. But there has to be, like, leading up. You, you can't just, like, meet somebody and say, like, okay, you're my life partner. I respect you, and I want to build a mini king kingdom with you. You have to, like, let the, let the excitement the, wear off. Yeah, you like the... I think in the the ideal relationship, the the adrenaline, the excitement, the like, I want to share things with you, fades just as your like loyalty kicks in. Yeah, it's You're a like, crossfade instead of a cut off and then a restart. Right, but yeah. sometimes so sometimes down, they don't. This goes up. Sometimes they don't mix. Sometimes they don't overlap, and you can't like you can't run that like the distance in between to get to the uh, the next the next phase. And, and you have to keep your finger on that dial. For the rest of your life, which dial that that like uh, excitement versus loyalty versus commitment versus all of it? Like you have to. <laughs> I am in 
a trans. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's really true because, like, how many how many clubs do you go to where like the DJ sort of sucks at doing that and you leave? Yeah, all and the like, clubs I go to. Yeah, and, but there's like some. There's some. That's why like there, it's so rare. There's some really great DJs that'll keep you dancing the yeah. entire night. And then some ones. people get married during the intense excitement phase, and then that wears off, and they're married. And I they're do like, that. Oh no, you did that. I do that all you the do time. That. I do that every Multi- time. <laughs> I've been married seventy times. <laughs> you have been married. Yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You joke, but Love not it. too much of a joke. No. Yeah, you've been to, married. To get back, oh fuck yeah. To get back to <laughs> <laughs> To get back to her question though, she said um that Martilda said that she feels like she should be single for a while and I'd probably agree. If you're losing that sensation of excitement and like that falling in love thing within a month with everyone or with anyone, uh-huh. then there's a good chance that whatever is going on should be like introspective and you should probably just be figuring your own shit out i completely agree you know but is it is being single also dating people or are you talking about not even dating anybody yeah i'd say probably date i don't know i'm kind of i'm in that position now where i've been i'm single now for a while for like the first and longest period in my life how long um Year. 21 years? 21 years. <laughs> you were in a serious years. relationship when you were seven. <laughs> Ever since I started working in television, I've been single. Uh, it's Isn't been a true, while. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's been a bit. And it's <laughs> great. And there have been dates and there have been uh, close encounters. And it's like... Of the third base. <laughs> third base. Third base. <laughs> Just so you know, first date, third base. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> first day, third um, but there's still so much to unpack like there's still so much shit that you know i'm not ready to do like you're saying like like it's i'm that person that you're that you run through that list of like uh criteria yeah what they're, how they're gonna fit into your family that's heavy shit man. right it's like okay so i have to be sexually attracted to this person and also they have to uh, get along well with my mother at Seder and also they want to raise a family in Los Angeles and Mm -hmm. also they want to yada 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 yeah absolutely Uh, what what if instead of a marathon the same girl shifting in and out of this excitement and loyalty it's a relay race so I'll date someone for three years she'll pass the baton to somebody who's now more well equipped to satisfy that next phase of I my believe, life, I, you, my you, life. I do believe that relationship or marriages should be three-year contracts. You yeah. should be able to go to the table Negotiate. every single th- like every three years. Be like, hey, are we still good? Are we still doing. What you we want your promise? option in or no? Like, yeah, like you should yeah. be able to have a marriage check-in every three years and the default should be break up right (laughs) unless you like really discuss it you're like all right hey let's do three years let's do three more years yeah that's like let's let's extend just one more year i mean the nba limits it at four or five years and marriage is so much more important than that yeah who would want to sign a 39 year old to a five a a lifetime contract that's insane for no millions okay (laughs) um about martilda i agree that she She's not ready for a relationship. That's why it's not. That's why it's not clicking. But yeah. I think the attitude of being like people bore me is defeatist. She should have the attitude of like I haven't found the right person. Yeah, and I'm not going to settle. 
Yeah, and, I know a lot of people are like, uh, I don't, I don't actually feel that with anybody. And then they met somebody that was like, she or he changed all that. Yeah. Like I was always bored, but then that person right. made it better. And so think, that's what dating is. You yeah. you date them, and then maybe one day you'll find the person. That and even does the people get you that you, even the people that you were talking about that you like build towards something with that you're like, oh, you know, there wasn't like a. A whirlwind romance. It was like, it was a logical buildup. There's still a time, even in those relationships, where something clicks and you feel like they're the person. Yeah, but I don't don't envy those at all, man. The grinder relationships, like the ones that are just like, we met and worked together and then it started to happen after. It's like, fuck, you just like let yourself grow around this weed <laughs> and it so took it's like your water it was by accident yeah. we were around so often it it had to have happened yeah but i mean one of those people in that in that couple typically too is the one that was like i kept going after it man i kept yeah. getting after it she and eventually she finally said it but that's like you hear that at weddings and it's like romantic and cute it's like <laughs> i i just found, i just wore her down yeah. <laughs> cheers to sally and john yeah <laughs> sally's dead inside <laughs> yeah i mean but that's how a lot of people live concessions yeah mm-hmm. i mean we live in a business where we're traveling and like bursts of work bursts of nothing can you imagine living in the same place working in the same city nine to five every night you sure. come home at five you don't have to do any work from five to midnight you like have that stability and security i feel like that's uh, a completely different like way to start a starting point than like what you do specifically right you're gonna be in new york for three months okay so like what does your girlfriend in la th- say about that and what if she's also an actress and she's gonna be in hawaii for the two months after that or shooting a movie in london oh, for like killer. <laughs> you know die. real quick i have a theory uh i think netflix is gonna be the reason a lot of couples stay together i think i think millennial couples are gonna have a better uh, marriage success rate than our parents Oh, because of, and I think it's because of Netflix. Netflix and marriage <laughs> because they <laughs> chill so hard. Well, because like chills cause forever. You, now you like and everybody has like these great shows to watch. It's like the best thing you can do with your significant <laughs> other. You come home from work, you cook dinner, and you're like, hey, I'll watch three hours of Narcos right now. Like right. I want to stay with you forever. Access I did watch to a, good media. <laughs> I did watch a lot of more TV when I was in a relationship than when I was out. Like because when I'm alone at home, like I don't feel like the need to just like binge watch on a Netflix show. Yeah. But like, if I'm with somebody else in the room and I've seen that person day in day out for however long, you don't want to talk to them. Yeah how how much how how much can we catch up? How yeah. much can much we get can to know each say? other? Yeah, we've already been texting all day. Now let's sit down and watch uh, Making a Murder or whatever the show is called. Uh, <laughs> Making a Murder. Uh, do you want to answer another question? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this one's from another lady. <gasps> A 21 year old female named Whitney. Hwetney? 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 W-H-E-T-N-E-H-U-Y? I hate that name. That's my. That's the worst name I think anyone's ever said on this show. Hwetney. Hwetney. Oh, it's so... It makes you, you shudder. Get, yeah, you there's like, like saying it. You know there's like some words like moist and panties yeah, that people ointment. like fucking can't hear? Yeah. yeah. Mine is wetney. <laughs> oh, I've never ever experienced that. Some that's, sort of sound making your skin crawl. Oh, good lord. What's the worst last name you could give her? Oh, Cummins. 
Hutney Cummins. Hutney Cummins. I hate it. I love the show, writes Hutney. I'm a 21-year-old female in need of some guidance. My boyfriend of four years have been, has been chewing tobacco off and on for the past couple years. My man. The other day, I found a glass of tobacco spit under the bed. Gag. Uh, I was not snooping. I was just looking for my underwear. It was in the glass. Oh, oh moist <laughs> panties in the glass. Whitney. <laughs> And when I confronted him about it, he admitted to me doing it for the past month. He claims he is sorry, but he can't promise to stop because, quote, that is what addiction is. He wants me to help him by asking him every day if he's done it and by going through his stuff. I really don't want to be his mom and become a naggy girlfriend. Is this normal? Is he just making excuses? What do I do? P.S. With this truth bomb, he also confessed to have a crush on a girl in one of his classes. That is cute. What the fuck? Should I be concerned? Always be concerned, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> you Let's, should always be concerned as a rule. <laughs> Let's uh, tackle the first issue first. Yeah. Chewing tobacco. Mm. That seems like something you would do. I do. I do. You do or you did or you don't? Did, do, and done. Really? Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, now I chew this Nicorette gum, which is less disgusting because uh, you don't have to spit it out. What's your history with tobacco? Smoke cigarettes? An as a kid? addict since I was 15. 15 smoke cigarettes. Yeah. So you still over, smoke? Over 20 years. I still smoke if she's pretty. <laughs> I'll walk up and bum a cigarette if she's pretty. Yeah. Um, my dad is a, a lifelong smoker, and now for the last 20 years, he's been a tobacco chewer, so he dips. It's like the little pocket right. shit. So and what's the difference between Nicorette and the dip? Nicorette is, is like a chewing gum, and, and it's just nicotine. Yeah, and for some reason, <clears throat> it's in a form where you just chew the gum. You park it. In your, uh, you guys want to try some? I have some in my pocket. God, no. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, no. Okay. Um, but the, the chewing tobacco is that? Is it real that there's like glass in it and it cuts your lips yeah, a little? And there's goes in? like, yes. I think some of them like skull or one of them has like uh, fiberglass in it because the point is to <laughs> to have small abrasions on your gums. Insane. So that the tobacco can leach through and the Insane. nicotine. Insane. Yeah. Insane. My dad will have cups of coffee, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts cups. He drinks it, and then he spits in it. So he's carrying around a cup of coffee all day long. And last summer, they visited from Greece. And uh, I'm driving the family in a big like van that we rented, and there's a cup of coffee in the coffee holder, and I pick that. Oh, no! And I take a swill, and I almost killed six people. <laughs> all you, of us almost died. You it drank is most, his tobacco spit. I took spit. a big old swill of his tobacco spit. Oh, and what was it? What was That's it? how you become close <laughs> what to your was father. It? <laughs> yeah, disgusting. The most disgusting. I watched my mom do it once and it, there's nothing you can do but laugh at the person. <laughs> that's the terrifying thing. It's like the whole van lit up with laughter when they right. said that's when you almost spitting. killed them <laughs> yeah <laughs> I almost just like just to teach yeah. them a lesson you're like this is funny I'll drive the car <laughs> off a fucking bridge it was horrible it's disgusting it's a disgusting habit but as a tobacco and you have to spit it you don't swallow anything right the gum yeah the gum you can swallow the, the dip you spit the tobacco chaw you spit the chaw. the, sne- the snooses <laughs> You can actually the swallow. The snooze you looses. The, the cha you bomb. The elusive snooze <laughs> And the skull you bowl. <laughs> the snooses are elusive. <laughs> that stuff you can kind of like, it just, it doesn't create a lot of a lot of saliva. It doesn't like hit those. Okay. So you understand. Plans. 
I'm kind of skeptical and cynical when it comes to addiction. Like a lot of my friends are like, listen, I wish I could quit, but I'm addicted. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, people are, it's hard. Like it's hard. if I, if I also wanted to quit something I loved, it would be hard. Right. But if it didn't kill me, I would quit. And people do quit, so I know it's possible. But it's not something that. Well, that's like her- heroin. No heroin addict is like, sorry, I'm addicted. Yeah. Like, okay. Hey, <laughs> so, I didn't realize. So like, that's the problem. Die. Keep on. Right. Being addicted to coffee is sort of like one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's like, nobody's going to like force you to quit that. But You've smoking. Never had a chemical. I've never like been addicted to a chemical, so I don't understand like a, an addiction on like a chemical level. I understand like, yeah, it would be hard for me to give up um, sandwiches because yeah. I really like sandwiches. But if it gave me cancer, I wouldn't have a sandwich. Yeah, that's as far as I can empathize. Bad news: sandwiches giving you cancer. No, okay. no, <laughs> <laughs> not my bologna on rye. You've had a cigarette. I think I've had cigarettes with you. Yeah, yeah, I've, I definitely have. Like, uh, I've never been addicted to cigarettes, no. but I smoke them pretty regularly. You yeah, like two packs like... a day. <laughs> but I'm not addicted. <laughs> pretty rarely. But if, if I'm drunk and hanging out with people that do smoke, I'll probably have a couple cigarettes uh, on like a Friday or something. Have you ever quit for a lady? Yes. You yeah. have. That was the, yeah. Uh, like in a relationship, you can't be um, successfully respectable, respectful. What does that mean? Well, you can't, you know, like if your lady doesn't smoke, she doesn't want to kiss an ashtray. Right. I'm opening a Nicorette. Yeah. Because right yeah. <laughs> you're feeling it. I've been in relationships with, with people who uh, like used to be smokers, then like a year in the relationship just started smoking again. And you feel so helpless. You're like, ooh. Wait a second. Yeah, I didn't sign up for this. I and it's like so you can't really just break up with someone because they're a smoker. It sort of feels like a like a just a new thing they can't that help. To, but then yeah. it's like at the same time you're like this is disgusting and I don't want to watch you do it. Yeah, it's kind so, of weird because like you don't want to be like to... I forbid you to do it, but at the same time you want to be like I will break up with you if you don't do it. Yeah. So it is kind of like you putting your foot down. It is But it's gross. also for their own benefit. Plus, so you can't be that bad. A jar under the bed. That's a little <laughs> too close to where you're fucking. That's you just, just hear the jar hitting the bottom <laughs> of the bed. Clink, 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 clink. And all he's thinking about is his saliva juice. <laughs> he starts fucking the jar. And, but, and this dude also wants her to, like, her to be the... She want, he wants her to quit. He wants to like be grilled by her every single day. He wants her snooping through his stuff so he doesn't lie. Yeah, like, it's sort of on you at at a certain point, buddy. Yeah, yeah. but then it's tough because she's been with him for four years. What is it? Maybe that's her threshold. Maybe now's the time. Oh, yeah. pull the plug. Cut him loose, Whitney. <laughs> Cut him loose, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning tobacco. And then the PS is like a huge bomb, man. That PS oh, is yeah, huge. The, the PS is kind of weird. You don't confess to your girlfriend that you have a crush on someone. Yeah, you're allowed no. to have crushes on people, but don't tell your girlfriend or boyfriend <laughs> about the crushes. You can't no. stop your thinkings, but you can stop your talkings and your spittings and your smokings. Uh, I'm so sorry about that. Um, do I? I really don't want to become his mom and naggy girlfriend. Is that normal? I think it's normal not to want to become his naggy girlfriend mom. Yeah. Uh, is he just making excuses? No, I think you're probably he's probably prolonging the uh, the situation. Like you're giving yourself time by by victimizing yourself. You know, you're like, <laughs> you just have to stay on me. You have to tell me when I talk about it. Yeah. You have to tell me when I do it. I don't even think about when I'm doing it. It's like, yeah, okay, dude. Take some fucking... responsibility, man. I got yeah. my shit to do. Yeah. I'll quit next week if you remind me not to have it anymore. Yeah. Uh, what do I do? What should she do? What would you do? 
I think I would say no. I think I would. I think I could put my foot down for smoking. And I don't feel like a bad guy because it's actually killing them. I would tell all my friends to stop smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but what if they're addicted and they don't? And you have to be like, what, I, vigilant and make sure that they stop? I don't understand. The, like, I'm addicted. So I, I'm addicted. I understand I'm addicted. But so that's it's the thing. Like, what if, it doesn't even matter if you understand it or not. Like, say you're in a relationship with someone. Yeah. She's smoking. Uh-huh. And you say, you have to stop smoking. And right. she's like, okay, I will. But then she just goes out and keeps on smoking. What yeah. do you do? I Break up with her? Yeah, I think you'd be like, you're not, you're not doing what I'm asking you to you do. Shame to not die. <laughs> Well, does she, is she still smoking two packs a day, or is she like, oh, I had a cigarette this week? She's trying to. You, you have no idea. You're finding cigarette butts in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Under the bed. In a jar. With tweezers. There's lipstick on this one. Like that, yeah, it's, she it's this job that you didn't want where you have to be like sort of a detective, yeah. but it's like not qu- like it's not like you're catching anyone cheat on you or something. It's like this very tiny little micro problem yeah that's but for recurring. me like smoking is the biggest like one of the biggest things but it's well, you wouldn't illness. get into a relationship with a smoker but what if somebody you were already in love with <laughs> just was smoking and then never gave up i guess it depends on how deep i was in the relationship if this was like 10 years in we have kids it's like all right now i have to fucking deal with this this issue i'm not going to divorce her four years in that's the, this is this is the exact scenario <laughs> four years is very long if you got to make a decision either way whether it's smoky or not four years is like you know who this guy is you're gonna marry him Marry the smoker, go for it, deal with it, or get out now. Uh, you, you spent four years growing, having a good time and a life with this guy, but if you're not going to marry him, get out. <laughs> also, he's confessing about a cute girl in his class. What's her email address? We'd love to figure that out. Yeah, it sounds like he's loading on the uh, the back door exits. Yeah, he's just like I can't stop. <laughs> also, I love this girl. Right? Maybe, yeah, that's, that's maybe this dude things. doesn't want to be in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like he's being a little himself. destructive. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more questions and answers and Basil after hmm. this. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. All right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. 
Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect it's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I park was high. Box. Yeah, park yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending $1.5 million a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most of it yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we are back. And we are back. What up? What up? And we we are are back. Uh, Jake and I are taking the show on the road to Detroit, Chicago, Minneapolis, and Toronto in the next, let's say, month. Oh, let me come to Toronto. Dude, are you in any of these cities? You can come by, do the show with us. I'm in Fiji next. (laughs) Okay, so that's... (laughs) I don't know, 11,000 miles away. You should do a show in Fiji. You guys did Australia, right? That's yeah, really close. that was close. Fiji, yeah. If, mm. if only we were in Australia when you were in Fiji, that would be much more doable. Doable. Uh, when do you go to Fiji? I think like January. Oh, that's great. For my birthday. And your birthday. For our birthdays. Hell yeah, dude. How close is your birthday to mine? Yours is the 7th? No. 8th? Mm-mm. Ninth. Uh-uh. Oh, 4th? Uh, yeah. January 4th? Yeah, so July, ex- January 4th. <laughs> exactly two weeks after. Oh, July 1985. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is correct. Hmm. I'm, an, I'm a January 18th, baby. January 18th? When's yours? August 5th. Well. What hey, do you mean, well? Nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. August just, 5th is a great birthday, guys. Oh, yeah. That's big time. A lot of like historical relevance to that one. Neil yeah. Armstrong. Neil Armstrong died. Yep. Your parents nope. might have fucked on George's birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah, Interesting. they did. And that because was the only time. You were a very premature baby. Jake was born... Uh, right after they fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Jake was born nine months too early. He came out the size of a poppy seed. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see my mommy. <laughs> I couldn't wait. <laughs> he just like a poppy seed hung out on her A breast. tiny little poppy seed. And I could talk right away, too. And yeah. I had a very small voice. Mommy! <laughs> <laughs> so this is our adult swim pilot pitch to you. You'd play the role of the, the seed. The poppy seed baby. <laughs> the poppy seed baby boy played by George Basil. Beige as the seed. <laughs> Shooting in feet. And the doctor who births the seed. <laughs> A bagel man of sorts who birthed the seed. George plays the seed and the bagel man doctor. Mommy. 
The cartoon takes place in Fiji on location for no reason. It's animated in the United Arab Emirates. We're already writing the check. What do you... <laughs> this is an offer. Uh, why, are you, why are you going to Fiji? For Wrecked, for that uh, TBS show, Wrecked. Got it. Yeah. So just let's, let's get season twos of everything and, and run it back, basically. Yeah. You yeah. got your shows. Just loop it out. Season two. Fucking Jack in the Box. Do, 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 Basil, basil, basil. Bit pop goes to basil. That's fun. Yeah, that'll be great. You guys should come. Where are you guys? Where are those shows again? Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Detroit, Chicago, and Toronto. Minneapolis, Toronto. Detroit, Chicago, Toronto. Toronto. Toronto's coming up. Toronto's next week. Yeah, if you're listening to this, actually, you're listening to this on Monday. Our show in Toronto is this week. Oh, it's, it's on like, tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> come to our show, goddammit. Whoa. This is happening soon. You guys soon. are already at your show. Yeah. <laughs> our show is tomorrow to in Toronto. Yeah, or if you're listening to it on Tuesday or Wednesday, our show is happening now. You're Who missing our show. Who knows how much I love Canada. Yeah, t- wait, is, if, which show is on Tuesday? Is the stand-up show or the um, think... podcast? I think our podcast is second, but why don't you guys talk while I look that up? I'll give I, you a topic. Okay. Uh, let's say George hasn't cut his hair in a while. Yeah. When is the last time you cut your hair? <laughs> well, I was married. and Oh, you're Samson. <laughs> All she your divorce power is in um, your hair. Man, Canada is mine. Amazing. Yeah. Do you get a trim on that hair, on that mm-hmm. mane, or do you just like not even cut it? No, no, I don't touch it. I mean, I touch it, but right. I don't work it. Zero, nothing. Yeah, I should probably comb it more than I do, but I, I definitely keep it clean with like washing it and conditioning it. <clears throat> but it just stays under a hat. Wow. Do you like it? I love it. You do? Yeah. You too can have one. Really? <laughs> I wish. What do you mean? I can't grow that hair. What would you? What would your <laughs> You're hair? You're currently do? growing out your hair. Yeah. You're working it. on it right now. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> all, all snakes. <laughs> You're Medusa today. You are Medusa. Uh, our comedy, Jake and Amir and Friends stand-up show is uh, Tuesday, and our uh, 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 live podcast is Wednesday at the Queen Elizabeth Theater. It's like a 1,200-person venue, so please, Hell, holy yeah, shit, yeah, man. Buy please tickets. come on out. Our website looks good, huh? Uh, this is not our website. All right. <laughs> this, is this is the, the Just for Laughs, JFL42.com website. Huh. And it does look <coughs> good. You. That is correct. Thank you. Uh, do you want to answer some more questions? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Uh, finally, a question about from a dude. Like, let's, let's help out the fellas. A question about... That's why we started this dude. podcast. Yeah. I don't know. So we could talk to guys. <laughs> Hey, if you're a girl and you're listening, turn it off or turn it up because we're about to get real. So I don't want you listening, or I want you listening extra hard, or just change. You the way cannot you do please everyone. You're, pli- you're trying. You <laughs> are trying to please the alt right and feminists <laughs> in the right. same podcast. If you're a Trump supporter or a Gary Johnson fan. I want you to fucking turn this shit down, but not all the way. Because this medium, one, baby. this one is just for you. But remember, <laughs> ladies, I'm with her. All right, here if we you're go. You're laying down. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. Dude, yeah, you gotta just pick a side. No, 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 you no, 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 no. You're not gonna get them all. This is you talking to Jimmy Fallon. Oh, come on. Let's talk about it. It's topical. Guys. Uh, do you have a guy's name? A guy's name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terred. That's amazing. T E R R D? Yeah, T E I R D. Oh, T E I R D. Terred. Last name? Feechant. <laughs> Dared Vigent <laughs> writes, 
Hey guys, I'm just gonna jump into it. I moved away to college this year, and in doing so, broke up with my old lady. But since, we, since I've been here, we've been having Skype sex. Ah. And when she says she loves me after, I feel obligated to, st- to say the same. <laughs> but I moved away so I can have a fresh start. And I feel like if I do that, I could really hurt her badly. So I don't want to. What should I do? <laughs> <laughs> Cut your throat, pal. <laughs> cool guy. <laughs> this is you. Re- I love that voice. Yeah. yeah. Hey, dude. Got cool broke up voice. with my old lady because I needed a fresh start. Still hook up with her on Skype. I feel bad not saying I love you. I don't want to hurt her. What should I do? Oh, I don't want to be with her. Depot. Remember to hang loose, buddies. <laughs> I said, cut the cord. Get me the fuck out, but now I feel bad that I'm hurting her feelings. So I still say I love you. Giggity, giggity. Locals only. Uh, It seems like he sort of soft broke up with her. Hmm. Maybe this is his first breakup, and he's like, I don't want to just drop her off a cliff. I'll slowly, gently let her down. I'll say we'll break up, but then we'll have Skype The thing that he needs to remember is that he's not being nice to her. He's deluded himself into thinking that having Skype sex with her and lying to her about loving her is the nice thing to do. Right, because love is nice. And Sorry, sex is friend. Good. You're doing the mean thing. Because you're taking advantage of her love for you so you can still jerk off on Skype and come. And then you say, I love you because you don't want to feel guilty for exploiting her. And then you want to go out and seize your cheese. But well, it, you you can't have it all. Just like you can't have the Trump supporters, the Gary Johnson supporters, <laughs> the Jill Stein supporters, and the Hillary supporters. You have to choose one. Actually, I, I skipped a parenthetical. That question specifically, even more messed up, is uh, I kind of want a fresh start. And I feel like if I do that, for example, start talking to other girls, I could really hurt her badly. And I don't want to. Oh. He wants to break up. He wants a fresh start. But he thinks that'll hurt his ex-girlfriend's feelings, so he doesn't want to do that. It'll probably hurt Whitney's feelings. <laughs> oh, you think this guy's is Whitney? Whitney. <laughs> yeah. Teared and wet together oh, shit. at last. He's chewing chaw. <laughs> <laughs> He's sculling, bowling, and coaling. Yeah, I mean, you can't, like Jake said, you can't, can't have it. You got, I mean, you know, break up, tough to do. Got to, got to take the pain. You, you have to say. And you can't be the one that uh, consoles. Yeah, your breaking up breaking up hurts, but the thing that hurts worse is the half breakup. Yeah, is the is like the you know straddling both sides and like being hurt, being free, being hurt, being free. Like, what the fuck do I do? I'm hurting somebody. You need you need to cut her off. You need or no cut her. You need to end this completely. No yeah. more Skype sex. Understandably difficult when you're talking about like the half breakup, but you're still fully fucking mm-hmm. right. Like yeah. the comfort of a of a partner, ex partner, or whatever that you no longer see regularly, so you're not tired of them or like in the routine that you funked up. But instead, you're like you miss them, you love them still, and then you get to have sex with them. Uh huh. I get that. Yeah, that way you can have it all. <laughs> then you eat it all. You're single and still fucking her. <laughs> Fuck pain. <laughs> what about gain? But you, the, the Skype thing is, that's for me at least, that's one degree too removed. I would just 
like it's over. I don't I don't need to see your vagina. I have one. Right. Skype is <laughs> well, like, you don't. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I said I right. To, oh yeah. Uh, I don't have I one. don't have a No, no. <laughs> I don't. Have, I don't. That's have how George no, breaks up with everyone. Have one. <laughs> I don't need your vagina no, anymore. No, no, I have I one of my own. No, no. So I you don't. do not have a vagina. No, I do not have one. Okay, cuz you're nodding yes. No, 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 no. Not a vagina. But now you're just moving ah, your head in circles. Pussy. I see it. I see your vagina. You oh, have no. a vagina. Wow. Awesome. It's a can. It's a can of <laughs> LaCroix. It's a pussy can. It's um yeah, I I get the the half the half stepping on the way out the door is like classic dude. But a lot of people confuse being nice with uh being uh doing what's easy. The easy thing for this guy is to like not have this tough conversation with his girlfriend and he's able to say oh i'm being nice i'm not hurting her but you're not you're not hurting her like directly you're not watching her cry because you're lying to her yeah but that's more painful like this breakup the one that he has to have is going to be more painful than if he had just broken up before he went to school totally 100 percent. oh i don't want to be nice it's hard to be nice it's easy to be measy and meansy <laughs> so I'm going to suggest keep fucking her on Skype. Keep saying I love you. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Say I've been thinking about you more and more while you're still dating other girls. That way she's happy, you're happy, and then you kill yourself in December. That way issues go away anyway. Your brain's on the fucking wall. Merry Christmas, right. Skype. <laughs> Please follow my advice. Hey, listen. There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. That, what you said is the worst. You advised this guy to kill himself uh, during a Skype date. It's subjective. There's no wrong way to eat a racist. <laughs> there is no wrong way to eat a racist. That's a razor. Uh, <laughs> Can we answer one more question really quickly? Oh, we'll do God, a, that was my bond. We'll do a quick sesh. Yeah, dude. Quick uh, sesh. Uh, 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 one last girl. I can't believe it. Who? Three ladies. Three girls. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Taylor. Taylor. Tinky. <laughs> Tinky, Taylor. Tinky, Taylor. Soldier. And Stein. <laughs> Tinky, Taylor, oh, Soldier, shit, Stein. <laughs> Taylor, Tinky, and Stein is like a, it's a law firm where one of the lawyers sucks. <laughs> Can you imagine which one it is? I'm Tinky. <laughs> hey, John Taylor. <laughs> Truly Stein. And I'm Crack Tinky. Crack Tinky. Crack Tinky. Crack Tinky writes. One of my closest friends is three years younger than me, and I've always, always seen her as a younger sister. Her family has told me that I've been like a mentor to her. I've given her advice on pretty much every life topic for five years now. Her brother and I are on this, at the same college. We started out as fuck buddies three years ago, but at some point we became form, a formal couple, and we're now thinking about moving in together. Not only are we great together, but it would be cost-effective, and I would really like to give it a try. That being said, my baby sister from another mister has no idea I'm dating her brother. It killed me to hide it from her, but I didn't want to be a bad example to her. Mentors don't just have sex with the siblings of their mentees. I feel like if I move in with him, I would have to tell her that I've been low-key fucking her brother for multiple years now. I don't want to do this for many reasons, so what should I tell her? Love, Tinky. <laughs> Taylor Tinky Stein. I'm Tinky. You know the rule of mentors don't have sex with the siblings of their mentees? Yeah, the mentees. Go back to fuck buddies. Tinky. <laughs> have you ever had a secret or like a relationship where you had to hide it from someone? Yeah. What's the deal with that? All of them. <laughs> They're all secrets. It's called all shame, secrets. Blumenfeld. <laughs> Some people feel it constantly. And I'm uh, embarrassed. I fuck ghosts. No, uh, it, it, it seems like. 
the mentee would understand that, you know, as long as you're still a good mentor, she'd yeah. be like, oh, and my brother? What are you teaching him? And then you could have like a weird family three-way. The real <laughs> This is like a potentially beautiful thing. Remember in Friends when uh, Ross finds out that... <gasps> oh, yeah, my that, sister and my best friend. Yeah, like, my best friend and my sister. And then he just softens. He's like, my best friend and my <laughs> sister. And he hugs him. That's like, that's what will happen. That's well, what will maybe happen. Not, it, it might take a little time. It might be tough. It might take a little time. But nobody... I don't think she's going to stay mad forever, especially if your relationship is like real it's one thing if you're like oh i've been fucking your brother and you know i hurt his feelings and now we're not together anymore now it's going to be weird i can't come over the house yeah but it's another thing to be like hey i fell in love with your brother i'm going to move in with him yeah. i'm going to be a bigger part of your family i is still it, love you is it all that shit That's is it shit. is it public and safe to say that you've been in this place of this mentee um where Oh, where somebody was fucking my sister? <laughs> I don't know about fucking, but dating, being with her, wanted to be with her and was afraid to tell you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That did happen. And wow. how did you react? I was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed for um, for a while. But then it, I got over it and it was it was beautiful. It was really nice. Is it me? It was you it was and you. the dish <laughs> earlier. Uh, I think the only claim she'll have at being quote-unquote mad is the lying about it for three years i guess he shouldn't have lied about it for three years that's a little weird but i think she'll get over it she'll be nice if she actually looks up to you and you're dating her brother she she, she might be pissed at first but you should still as long her. as she loves her brother that's what i was oh, gonna yeah. say i hope she yeah. has a good relationship with her brother what if like the brother was the source of a lot of the problems <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're i need the a mentor need because to... my brother is an abusive <laughs> asshole <laughs> You're the reason I'm a mentee. Yeah. I, oh, I'm gonna help you. Oh my god, that abusive asshole is hot. <laughs> I wish I had. I wish I was a mentee. Will you be my mentor? I you be my mentee. <laughs> <laughs> what? You retract. You All right, never mind. Hey, like, Jake will mind. just do it. <laughs> Sorry, Tinky. Uh, you're not a good mentor. I'm the mentee. Great uh, fuck buddy, though. Great fuck buddy. Has that happened to you? Uh, me? Yeah. No, I've never. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the. I don't even like like dating friends of friends. I feel a little weird about that. Really? Yeah. My perfect girl's like, oh, nobody knows her. <laughs> Let me introduce you to this nurse from Torrance that I discovered. <laughs> Not like, oh yeah, I know that girl. My buddy dated her, and like she fucked this other guy, and like three years yeah. ago, and I tried to hook up with her once. Who's that like asshole that. friend that as soon as he finds out you're a girlfriend, he tells you the lot like the list of people <laughs> she's fucked? Uh, it's like if someone if I'm like, oh, I'm dating this girl, when you'd be like, oh shit. Fucking Dave Rosenberg did something to her. I yeah. wouldn't say that, no. Rosie. Well, who's a girl that Dave Rosenberg has been with? Which part, like Shakira. <laughs> shouldn't out them. He ruined Shakira. Right, if I'm like, oh, I'm dating this new girl. It's this girl. You would be like, uh, cool. You wouldn't be like, wait a second. I think, yeah, I would just be Dave like, Dave Plowder at the Bagelsmith at 5 a.m. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't say anything, but I would know that it would get back to you. But oh, I would just, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I just, no. I seek to avoid that kind of stuff. But it's sometimes unavoidable. Yeah, it's unavoidable. We live in a small community. Yeah, we're all funny peoples. Even a nurse from Torrance. She's the funniest <laughs> oh of all. Oh, my God. George married her. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, 13th new wife. Uh, all right. Cool. George. Yeah. Thanks as always. Hey, man. Namaste, I, dude. Much I would love. do this every single Wednesday. <laughs> Sounds great to me. Yeah. We, we could do a remote from Fiji. Actually, we could come visit in Fiji. That'd you can. Cool. And then we, can, we'll just, we just need three microphones. I want to come to a show. You should come to a show. Yeah. Let's maybe, figure it out. Maybe the Toronto. Do you have anything to plug? 
Not a damn thing, but thanks for having me. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's the cool shit, dude. That's the fucking That's the base, dude. <laughs> I love that shit. Uh, it's it's a shame because he did promise his sister he'd plug her charity. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. She's not doing so well, but hey. Anyway, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> uh, the opening theme song was written by Luca. This closing one is a is a full song by Daniel. So thanks to Daniel and Luca for writing. Uh, if you have your own theme songs, your own questions, your own anything, submit it to if I were you show at gmail.com George will not always be here, but Jake and I will do our best. And it's sometimes that's enough. Uh, see you next week. Later, dudes. Thank you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.